welcome to Football is Wife. Woo! Uh, I'm Emily Anderson. I'm Leslie Ryder. We are wives. We, we are. are. Sports. She put a ring on it. And I'm not wearing my ring right now. That's probably not good. <laughs> Where is that? It's on my nightstand, guys. Don't worry. But that probably sums up why it's been three weeks since we've done a podcast. Um... No, everything's everything's good. This is a podcast that we do when uh, we get around to it. Uh, yeah, you know, we have we have goals, and uh, sometimes we meet them, and sometimes we just we just make things happen. And sometimes we have ADHD, and we go, oh yeah, three weeks have gone by. Our bad. <laughs> the world, the world is a hellscape right now. We're we're lucky we're here. Keeps being a hellscape. I wish it would just take a break for a minute. Just nope. <laughs> Eternal damnation. I don't wanna. It's bad <laughs> here. Anyway, hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, it's been a rough few weeks at work, but this week so far is a bit quieter, which is nice. Uh, so we're gonna take that as a win. Uh, we had an, a a good weekend. We've been out of the house multiple weekends in a row. I know we're at, we're on a streak. Um, we're we're on now. a hot streak. Don't don't think about it. Don't look too hard at it. But we're we're on a hot streak right now. Going to events, it's good. But doing that plus podcasting, that's the next level. We're getting there. Uh, you you got some things you you wanted to check in on here, so I'm just going to start rattling them off. Uh, number one, going to the Euros. We're doing that. It's we're going in two weeks. <laughs> We weren't sure if we were going to go, and then we were like, ah, I guess we should go, and also I just really need a vacation. So we're going to go and relax a bit and watch some soccer and have fun and not, like, work the whole time. So that'll be good. It's a, Healthy. It's a, it's a novel concept for us, but we're going to try it. We're going to try it. Also, I just don't want to carry a bunch of camera equipment across an ocean, especially with, like, the baggage stuff and travel issues happening. Yeah. I'm a little worried. <laughs> yeah. So that looming over that. Um, yeah. Um, we, we could be ooh. seeing how much how much really fits in my carry on. Yeah. And say pack your prescriptions and your carry on, you know, like do do the smart thing. Uh, this isn't we're not just going, you know, to a, a state or two over. We're making the long haul. So if those bags are delayed, they're going to be real <laughs> delayed. We will not see it until we get home. That's true. Uh, we went to the A League of Their Own premiere. We did. That was very exciting. We did. Oh, we've we got, got a new dog. dog. <laughs> we got a new dog. Uh, as official. of today, Ruffy is officially a member of the Ryderson family. Uh, welcome to Ruffy. Cheers to Ruffy. He is a crazy boy. Party a bowling boy. ball boy. We love him. He takes a lot of energy and may or may not be part of why... <laughs> Podcasting is hard right now. Um, League of Their Own premiere. It was the 30th anniversary of the film uh, starring, you know, Gina Davis and Laurie Petty and Tom Hanks. And, you know, if you don't know the movie, go go watch the movie. Um, But uh, our, our very own Leslie Ryder got to be in the tryout scene. I did. For... Uh, the pilot of the new series, which is uh, partially show run by Abby Jacobson and Will Graham. 
Will Graham. Will Graham. My brain goes like Moonlight Graham, Field of Dreams. I'm full baseball mode right now. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it was great. It was a cool little event. We found out that uh, what's the name of the town? I'm already blanking. Rockford. Rockford of the Rockford Peaches. That's where the premiere was. They did an event there mostly, I think, out of thanking the town for supporting the new show and, you know, the Peaches all these years. I think it's ultimately aiming to be the home of women's baseball. They're working on a whole fundraiser to build a women's baseball hall of fame and like complex and stuff. Yeah. So like fields, fields and like actual space to, you know, put events on and things. So if you can donate, go do that. Cause it seems like a cool thing. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, Amazon brought everyone out to Rockford, which is a small little city, little which town, is much further outside of Chicago than I thought it was going to be. Um, and Amazon put on a little event and I'd say they did a dang good job in that sense. Like they, they did not like hedge their bets in terms of what. They no. Want. Yeah. Like they, 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 when I look at like, when I look at an event, I look at how the like the the main party who's throwing it um is is trying to engage with their fans and they had um they had this like 40s band playing they had uh swing dancers on a dance floor they had uh like little like pitch stations and photo stations and food options and this was you could get a baseball card made it was very cool we got there too late to get in line and get one of those but it was very cool yeah um like free drinks and and refreshments during the show they had little yeah. like uh, uh, like uh, hawkers uh, going around the theater uh, asking what you wanted and they'd like throw it to you. It was, it was fun. They made a fun event. They did make a fun event. I was really impressed. We had, you know, uh, the showrunners. We had Darcy Carden was there. We had uh, her character's name is Max. What's the actress's name? Um, Shantae Adams. Yep. Thank you. Who? Um, uh, yeah. We had one of the producers. It was it was very Abby cool. was there. I said the showrunners. She's a showrunner. Maybell Blair. Maybell Blair. Uh, gay icon. Maybell Blair. Absolutely gay icon. Uh, and and loved her. And she talked about that too. And I liked that. In a small town, she talked about being gay back in the day. And she is ninety five, I believe. Ninety five. Um, and I thought it was. Nice that she talked about, like, she didn't shy away from talking about that. She doesn't strike me as someone who shies away from, you know, not a, not a shy person from, uh, from Uh, the interactions we saw. (laughs) And then on top of that, the whole panel Q and a afterwards, uh, was moderated by who? Number 32, Marla Hooch. Hooch. Marla Hooch. What a hitter. No, but, uh, (laughs) Megan, what's her last name? Kavanaugh. So good at names. Megan Kavanaugh. Hey, I got half of it. You got half and half of it. Yeah, this is this is why we work. This is why it works. Um, and yeah, uh, she did a great job. They spend a lot of time kind of just like talking about what it's like to work on a baseball movie and the work they put in and like the baseball training and stuff. Um, I think the coolest thing 
I learned was that in that gym scene where, you know, they're scoping out Marla Hooch, uh, that's her hitting. That's Megan Kavanaugh hitting. And she put in time in the batting cages to get she had to, She had to fight for it. Well, yeah, they uh, like rushed her over to set because part of filmmaking, especially at that point, but in general and dealing with weather and stuff is that you know, the schedule might change at any time. So they rushed over to the gym to try and shoot this scene and like, I guess, put her in a car. The guy was driving hundred miles an hour or something crazy. She gets there and they're like, okay, we're going to have a double, uh, your stunt double do the hitting. She's like, what? She's like, you just raced me over here. I've been in, I've been working real hard at this. At least give me a shot. And Penny gave her a shot and that was her. And and I think that's great. And I love her for yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so that was a really cool experience. I think we we're both like, you know, buzzing a little bit after that. Yeah, we were we were pretty pleased after. <laughs> um, and then this past weekend, yeah, the the other event that got us out of the house, the WNBA All Star Game. We'll talk about that a little bit more later, but let's just focus right now for the game itself. It was really cool. It was really cool to see. Yeah, it was it, it was a fun game. It, I mean, they they were it took them a minute to kind of warm up and and get started with each other. And but like by the by the second third quarter, they were rolling. It was it was yeah. great. It was a great time. It was fun. They were having fun. I think that's what I want to see from an all star game. Is like I want to see them having fun. I want to see yeah. it being a silly time. Players getting to play with folks they don't usually get to play with. Getting to see folks you don't usually get to see play. You know, necessarily yeah. in your hometown every night. It was cool. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Uh, we were out there and yeah, um, that's what we've been up to. It's been crazy. Um, am I missing anything else? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, no, we're just trying to plan to go to London. It's, it's a lot. In two weeks. <laughs> In two weeks. Uh, also shout out to my dad who's going to watch the dogs while we're gone and like putter around the house for us. Uh, that's making it even more exciting, but yeah. Thanks. Thanks for, uh, thanks for finding us. that smell rich. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so what happens when you buy an old house. <laughs> um, so wife, how do you feel about sports? Do you, do you like sports? How do you feel about them this week? <sighs> I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just disappointed. That's, that's kind of where I've landed. Ah, so you're like a, a parental, um, trope if you will yeah of mm, let's see if i was a <sighs> the one that comes to mind but i it's going to take me some work to make it make sense is we mm -hmm. have food at home um, <laughs> it's kind of like we you know we we could do better but we're we're not and I think that goes at the WNBA <laughs> All-Star Game. I don't know. We could have fun with it, but for some reason, uh, we to go home and eat. Like, no, we have basketball at home. Yeah, that's what that's what it felt like this weekend. <laughs> um, let's just get straight into it. Uh, real quick, I want to run down, like, what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, the All-Star Game weekend, uh, we're going to dive right into that first. We're going to talk about the international soccer tournaments happening. It's all of them, and it's a great time. And it's all um, months. It's all month and I love it. And I just wish this was my life all the time. We can roll in the morning from prices right right into soccer. And it's, it's pretty great. Um, CONCACAF itself is, is kind of a sub piece of that being what it is. Um, and then we're we're going to jump over to our friends uh, TV 
real quick because we still live there and that's uh sports is our escape from the world and then tv is our escape from sports so uh <laughs> and then we'll, we'll finish things up as we do with the sportsmanship of the week um cool so all-star weekend go for it uh well uh it's it, it's funny how we started the broad the uh the podcast with the uh event that was really well planned and well executed in rockford illinois um the the WNBA all-star weekend was uh, it, it was fine like there there was a game and there was something for fans to do but it it the outside of the game part was not as great as it could have been um there was a really great tweet about how the um all-star weekend should feel like wnba con which is true you should be up attracting you should be attracting fans from around the country to come to this one place to see all of their favorite players and it should be a celebration of that it should be a celebration of the league there should be meet and greets there should be events there there should be things to do thing ways for the league and the teams to engage with their fans and all they really had was the the wnba live experience which was like a small little thing outdoors that didn't really have much to it there were a couple of souvenir stands uh well no just one there was the one souvenir stand that had um like jerseys and t-shirts and hats but there was like a new era caps thing that was just a display just a display of hats no um, that's the part i can't get over like no sale of the hats (laughs) like a league that repeatedly gets dunked on which is the most appropriate use of that phrase uh but for sleeping on merch like yeah take my money i will give you money for cool merch basketball has the coolest potential i think for merch in terms of you know just style and they're just dropping the ball dropping it everywhere uh and i I will say though they had uh the the nail salon that was cool that's that cool, cool thing that they had more of that <laughs> yeah whoever's responsible for that part cool that was a cool idea um but yeah man like new era step up man like show up do your stuff bring fanatics i guess or whoever's responsible you guys never show up uh even when we <laughs> never stuff from you yeah they won't um, <laughs> don't ask fanatics to show up but yeah really gonna go back because i want to give uh props to NYC Scribbler, I think, on Twitter, who is the one that said, like, yeah, it should be WNBA Con. And we are people who've been to a convention or two, namely one of the biggest, which is Comic Con in San Diego. And this is like the other end of the spectrum. It's just kind of a bummer. And yeah, no, it it doesn't. Go ahead. Um, it doesn't even have to be as big as Comic-Con. Like, that's that's oh, entirely no, different. At all. Like, that's, different that's an entirely different beast. But, like, even comparing to other All-Star fan fests, like the, like the, the NHL All-Star game in L.A. did a better job of engaging with people. I would say I heard than... <laughs> much better things about WNBA All-Star game last year in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing good things about and. I mean, part of that's probably just Vegas, but like Chicago's got cool stuff. Chicago's a cool town. (laughs) It is. It's got a lot going on. Even, I mean, we talked about this of just, we didn't, why wasn't there coordination with the other women's teams, the Red Stars? Why wasn't there 
um, you know, again, more merch. Why wasn't there an outdoor aspect to this? Give me yeah. a why. Why was the why was the programming so exclusive? Like they had cool things, but you had to be like mega influencer or like a media member to take part of it. Yeah. Um, and we heard from uh, Shakia who writes for the Chicago Tribune, among many other things. Also a big baseball fan, so keeping that theme going. Um, uh, did some really good reporting, but talked about the fact that the plans for Chicago were not booked until April of this year. That's April, May, June, July. That's four months for a major sporting event, and you guys didn't plan any earlier than that. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, just there's a, there's a reason why, why other leagues plan one two years ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. And that's like, okay, this should be your notice to start now for next year. And if you mm -hmm. aren't already do that, please. Um, and then there was some note from, from commissioner Kathy, who just digging, digging that herself, digging um, that grave suggested they couldn't do an outdoor event, uh, because there were, you know, when you schedule only a few months ahead of time, there's other things scheduled. So you got to compete with that. Said they couldn't do something outdoors, despite, you know, Chicago's actually wonderful weather this weekend. And, uh, you know, wonderful lots, out, outdoor festival. Uh, lots of spaces. <laughs> yeah. Um, but said that there were security concerns. Uh, and, uh, who, who threw her under the bus there? Uh, the Chicago PD. <laughs> you have, you know, you've done bad when you have the Chicago PD going, uh, no, no, we did not do, uh, the racismo. That was, that was you. And who was the person that was like, uh, you know, when when the choice is between believing a white woman or believing the police is, oh my god that was so funny this is a damn oh, good tweet Shout that out was a good tweet um but yeah that's what it feels like it's just i don't want to believe either of you but like either way Kat this was kathy has a longer has, has a has a track record uh at least as far as wnba goes i don't know what the chicago pd wnba uh relationship Ooh, is yeah. is like but that's not good everyone's losing let's put it that mm -hmm. way um so all in all that event was super disappointing in yeah. terms of what it could have been the, yeah. the potential was high and the execution was low yeah i it just it it felt like this weekend was uh, a, a teenager basketball tournament that was also featuring the WNBA All-Star game. Yeah, which it was. That's exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> and I think, was it Candace Parker got on the mic saying like, hey, you know, we're going to make yeah, this yeah. Better, basically, which I was like, mm, 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 mm. He was like, Candace, are you telling us one more year? <laughs> I mean, uh, there was another press conference where they said, yeah, she's nowhere near retiring, which I love because uh, <laughs> I just want to keep watching her play. But yeah. also, uh, I tweeted about this a little bit. I think there are some folks like Candace, like uh, Sue, like um, who else? Who else is? Uh, uh, Sylvia Fowles retiring. Sylvia Fowles, um, yeah. Who I think are going to be very important moving out of playing and into operations and yeah. amping up the league outside yeah. of you know their day to day job of playing basketball. I think it's going to be a really important step in the growth of the league. I wish we didn't have to wait for that, 
because yeah, there are people who can help now, but we're not hiring yeah. them. <laughs> we're not hire them. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, I trust in Candace uh, for most things, to be honest. Um, so uh, gonna keep my fingers crossed for the future. Um, but yeah, that was a bummer. Um, shall we move on to something that's a little crazier and maybe a little more fun? Uh, yeah, I'd like that. Of international soccer football tournaments. The month of tournaments. Tourney month. I want to come up with a fun name. It's, I don't have. Tourney month. Mm, gross. <laughs> Ew. Um, <laughs> you delivered it well, but I don't like it. Um, so we've got WAFCON, CONCACAF, mm-hmm. Euros, mm-hmm. and the one I always stroke, CONMEBOL. CONMEBOL. <laughs> um, all happening right now. Basically, a lot of these are Olympic qualifiers uh, for a lot of folks, but also. Just- and World Cup. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, World Cup qualifiers. Um, and our, you know, just regional tournaments too, which is fun. Uh, love a good tournament. I think one of my first things that sucked me into international soccer really was the men's Euros in like 2009 or 11. I don't know, at some point. Anyway, it's fun. They're fun because they're smaller. They're a little more aggressive. They're not as like big event as the world cup type stuff um and there's there's like a gravitas it is and it doesn't feel as heavy but the games are there and yeah boy exciting ones getting to have them on all all day all day watching (laughs) soccer well from one to the next um the beauty of time zones the uh (laughs) truly uh it's an international just cycle we should have a channel i would love a channel where i just put it on all day and leave it there um you said it's really cool but you also wish my favorite players could have a break what what could you possibly mean by that okay so here's the thing like especially like if you look at the the european calendar like they're gonna go from euros to the first preliminary rounds of the Champions League within like two or three weeks after the Euro final. Like there's there's no rest. None. And I mean, we're seeing this in sports across the board, I think. Yeah. And unfortunately, soccer, I think, is at the worst point of it. Um, Others are seeing this in, you know, contract disputes and uh, things like that. But soccer is at the worst of it. We hear a lot about it in the men's game, but I think safe to say it affects the women's game as well. It affects women's basketball and that, you know, they have to go across the ocean to Mm -hmm. play in another country to make a living wage. Um, But yeah, it is exhausting and I'm tired of seeing injuries. That's the part I'm tired of. And they just keep piling up. They keep piling up and then we've got COVID spiking again. We've mm-hmm. got, you know, it, the Netherlands are kind of a perfect example. Oh, poor, poor Netherlands. Man, like the first 10 minutes of their first game of the Euros, they had two defenders and a goalie down. Mm-hmm. And now Viv Medima is out uh, with COVID. And it's just, they can't catch a break. And Cannot catch a break. I don't understand why we're not doing expanded rosters. I don't understand why that's not baked into planning. And I need also for players associations or 
whatever bargaining power we have um, to start pushing back against this crazy scheduling. And not that that should just be on the players. Uh, yeah. equals the greed, you know, stopped a little bit too. Yeah, and and it's, it's really unfortunate because these tournaments are a way to to showcase, um, showcase your skills. And if you're a player like uh, uh, DuMarnay in Haiti, who is finally getting the, the shine she deserves and she's 19 years old and you get you get to CONCACAF and you can finally show off and people take interest. Um, I think of uh, oh, the South African player. Oh, uh, Tembi, uh, I'm going to butcher this and I'm sorry. Tembi uh, Gatlana, who signed with Racing Louisville and like the next game, she like tore her Achilles. Oh, no, not the Achilles. Yeah, yeah. so... I don't know if it's torn all the way, but it it's it's bad. Like it's bad. Bad news. Ripped. Uh ripped. Oh no. So then we're back. We're back. Uh injuries are a bummer. Injuries are a bummer. Sorry, we had I was signed in on the wrong Zoom account. Guys, it's a mess over here, but we're just we're gonna keep on keeping on. And if anything, I hope we're doing it. We're doing it. We're making a podcast. Here we are. We um, are potting. Dum -ba -dum -bum 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 -bum. Love it. Um, are we going to get sued for that? I would be the one to know the answer to that question. We're not. <laughs> um, oh, it's a parody? It's covered? Uh, accurate. You're correct. Good job. Um, shall we just move right on to CONCACAF? I think, I think we should. Okay. The chaotic shamble of CONCACAF. What is happening? Okay, so we're in a group stage right now. It's U.S., Mexico, Haiti, and who am I missing? Uh, Jamaica. Jamaica. And it's been interesting to watch. I yeah. don't know if I'd say it's been fun. Um, I think one of the interesting stories has been, like, Mexico, what's happening? Um, they had a really great run-up into the tournament, and then... It started and they are over three in the group stages. I don't think anyone saw that coming. Yeah. Um, I am surprised at their results so far uh, and confused more than anything. Uh, you are wearing a Mexico jersey right now, which I appreciate and respect. I am. Uh, it's also a good kit. That was a good kit. It's a good kit. This I, I love an alternating uh, arm stripe. Yeah, I do too. They've got the the dual colors or different colored sleeves. Uh, that's nice. Yeah, um, and the men's World Cup jersey looks really cool. So I would I would like the women to advance so that they can also get another cool jersey. That would be great. Yeah, that's the real reason we want people to advance. Is, is we got to expand our kit library. Um, we do. <laughs> I do want a Jamaica kit. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't know if I can pull it off, but I want one for the collection at the very least. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Mexico. I don't think it's a... I also generally am like, it's one tournament. We don't know. We don't know what's happening. It should be better. Yeah. Last night was USA-Mexico. That was weird. Um, Came down to the wire and it took uh, a Mexico red card and then like an 89th minute was, goal by Christy Mewis. Did you see the tackle? Did you see the tackle? No, I didn't see the tackle. Oh, it's don't, crunchy. Don't don't oh, right right in the meaty part of the ankle uh, tackle uh, with with the studs. Uh, I was sad uh, that I watched it and I didn't retweet it because I didn't want other people to start their day like that. But it was not pretty. Um, 
I went to bed before the game finished because I am a sleepy adult. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, it's it, even on like the U.S. side. It's it's we're we're still seeing the same questions that we had during the Olympics of like, Vlatko, what are you doing? That that's still coming up. Yeah, and I saw someone talking about how you know in the NWSL, Flacco crushed it, like had a great time. Yeah, Silva had that yeah, from that's uh, Shea Butter FC. He was like, this this is not my coach. <laughs> yeah, like where, where what what has, you know, the US national What's changed? team or the US Federation done to you, sir? Yeah, uh, he, I mean, yeah, you think question. back, you think back to that, that rain team in 2019, they had like, uh, so much of their team was gone for the World Cup. They had so many injuries after that, and they still made a run in the playoffs. And I mean, arguably, this is what got Blacko this job. And I, I, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what what his plan is. I don't. I, Lindsay Horan is not a six. I'm sorry, she's not. We should make that shirt. <laughs> That seems mean. That seems mean because she's a, like I'm not saying she's a bad soccer player. Obviously, no, she's, she's just it, than, it's, it's not, not right, her position. It's not, it's not the right spot. Um, and I don't I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the thing with Lacko is interesting, and I really do think the federation might be the problem here and that would not sure. surprise me in general not in the slightest uh, and i would be frustrated for vlatko and whatever um politics he is having to navigate there because mm -hmm. uh, i imagine that is a difficult and stressful and very not fun job especially when it gets in the way of you coaching the way you want to coach yeah i mean um, well especially um it seems like a thing in in women's sports. Like looking back to that uh, that thirty for thirty on the nineteen ninety six USA basketball team, they're like the the coach isn't the one making the decisions. It's a committee, which is wild. <laughs> a whole thing. Um, we need to go back to the the miracle kind of coaching style. Like that's honestly what I thought Vlaco was going to be. And yeah, that's that miracle aside, because turns out the politics of that whole team turned out to be garbage. Very bad. Uh, <laughs> Uh, real bad hockey, be better. Um, but I really thought Flacco coming in was gonna be like, nah, screw like your your rules and like yeah. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what needs to be done. I'm gonna do you know. And I think it's tough with the U.S. team because there are so many very good players, and you are splitting hairs by yeah. you know like this bit, and some of it has to be based on just like feelings or yeah. We're going to try this instead of this. Yeah. And it's and I, hard to make a case like that to a federation. Yeah. When it's not on paper, it's not whatever. But that's what we need. We need someone who is going to stand up to that. And he's not coming through on it. And it kind of bums me out. No. I don't. And I, I do. But I do wonder how much COVID has come into play. Um, how much of like the had the olympics been in 2020 if that would have I feel changed like things we should have adjusted though we should have but i mean in terms of like a personnel um standpoint of like would people have moved on by now because it it's becoming clear that perhaps the the next world cup cycle is going to be a farewell tour for megan rapino but it, it can't 
be that for Megan Rapinoe and Alex Morgan and Kelly O'Hara and Becky Sauerbrunn. Becky's like, stuck. I'm keeping Becky. That's the only one. Um, she, I think her, she's tired. I yeah. Like hard, be tired. hard decisions are going to have to be made. And but we need I, someone who's going to make those. I and, don't. Yeah. I don't think he's going to make empowered that. to make those. I don't know yeah. that it's his fault. And yeah, again, like that power might not be in his hands. Sure. We need someone who's going to do it anyway. Or, you know. Yeah. Like there know. are very, very good players in that that selection of of the US Women's National Team, but it, I, I I don't think we've seen like what a starting eleven looks like in no. his tenure. No, I think you're right, and it bums me out because I think yeah, it's like who's who plays for this team? Who's who's the go tos? I don't have an answer for you on that. Even if you know if he left the job tomorrow or even yeah. after maybe even after the world cup i would feel like uh we never really got to see him like hit his stride yeah. and 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 maybe i'm being too generous in his direction but i think we know he can put together a good team yeah and it's it's hard because like the like the the team's record is outstanding they haven't really been playing against opponents that are like top 10 in fifa so it's hard to really gauge so it's like yeah he's been winning but like some of these wins have come really difficult and more than they should and yet yeah i think uh he meg had asked um how he's feeling about the the roster and if this team is ready for the world cup and he's like not now, but in a year we'll be ready. And I, I have a hard time believing. I feel like we need to be closer to ready than we are now if we want to win that tournament. Yeah. You need to, we need to have a better idea to your point of who those foundational players are, who our core is, who, what are, you know, because you need the time between now and the tournament to tinker with the little pieces, but we need the the solid foundation. And I don't think we have that. And it doesn't sound like he thinks we have that. Yeah. And that's concerning. Uh, are they going to win this CONCACAF tournament? Probably, Maybe. but who knows? But it, 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 it it's not going to be pretty. Like no. every single win that they've gotten so far has has had its share of moments that are just like, oh, like the the Haiti game in the opener, where it's like they had a, a a penalty awarded to Haiti, and had they made that shot, it could have been a different game entirely. Okay, so if I mean Canada obviously is in the in the tournament, mm -hmm. if the U.S. loses to Canada. What impact do you think that has on the national team and its preparations for the World Cup? I would hope it's a wake-up call, but I mean, that's what I hoped about the Olympics, and it wasn't. So I I don't know. I don't know if there are going to be any consequences to, I'm to what's going on. I'm worried about it causing more chaos and yeah. like stirring things up more than and, and like more hands meddling. Yeah, I just I want to know what doing. he's looking at. That's what yeah. I want to know. Like, what are what, what are the like, things? What are the things he's considering when it comes to uh, a game time decision of like, okay, Trinity Trinity Rodman's coming off the bench um, as opposed to getting a start in in these games. Like, these are the game. Like, 
the friendlies leading up to it, this tournament, like this is supposed to be the opportunities for your young players to get that game time. And if you're going with the vets for, for everything, you're, you're not going to have the growth. Also just like give it to your kids because they got the legs for it. Like also that <laughs> like I, again, like Becky's gotta be tired. Very, um, we we see it in in her runs. I know, which is like, don't put her in that position if we don't need like. I don't mean like save her, but also to like let's try some yeah. stuff out. Let's You're calling in Emily Fox and Alana Cook and and all these kids use them. Man, why didn't Carson Pickett come? Good. I don't know. Ah! I'm sorry, uh, listeners who just heard that sound. Should we move on to TV? Because this is just let's let's go to a happier out. place, a slightly happier place. Are we going to the challenge? <laughs> The challenge all stars. The the challenge. Well, so there's two challenges. We've got the challenge all stars, which we were late to watching, but is fun and again is just like the the challenge for millennials. Like we've grown up, I think, past the the normal challenge, and this is like people we watched growing up, but are also but are also tired. Yeah, are also like. What I like is getting to see who has grown emotionally, who's been to therapy. You can tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can tell. Who's been to therapy and who still thinks um, you're not here to make friends. Yeah. And and comes out swinging. Those are fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. We, uh, spoiler, if you're, if you're, you know, just tuning in, but uh, who ended up winning that one? Um, it was, it was Wes John and Jonna, right? John A, but yeah. John A, uh, yeah. Yeah, and Wes is unbearable. Uh, he, the man a is a heel, but he embraces he's, it. He's a very good heel, and in that sense, I root for him, but I also hate his guts. He, he also, knows uh, what he's Wes. Doing. Yeah, he's chosen his role, and he has stuck with it for a very long time, and I respect that. And I'm just happy for John A, because that's two wins back-to-back. Yeah, back-to-back! Back in the day when a normal challenge, she was never a threat. She was kind of always one that was kicked off pretty early, but she is, I mean, I think they even said it on the show. She is uh, a different athlete now. Like she is more of a, much more of an athlete, much more of a contender. She can run, she can, you know, she, she, she trained for this. So, yeah. Uh, I think she just trained in general. Like I think she yeah. became like she found sports or she found you know a uh, uh, physical activity that made her happy and i'm happy yeah. for because good for her off yeah um and then there's also the new the challenge usa or whatever oh which, yeah okay that's what that's called. why i was like which challenge <laughs> so the challenge usa new show oh wait one one note real quick back on other challenge it is owned by mtv you know that whole viacom oh. area but whoever had the job of picking music for the Challenge All-Stars oh. did excellent job and deserves an Emmy. They did, Lord. they had, like, if I can find a playlist of that soundtrack, 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 soundtrack. Uh, I would, I, I just listened to it all day. It's excellent. So props to that person. Okay, back to Challenge USA. This show is weird. But fun. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, it is people from Survivor, Amazing Race, Big Brother, 
Another Love film. Island. Love Island. So it's kind of all the CBS reality show properties. Battle Battle of the Network reality stars. <laughs> Basically. Um, getting thrown into the challenge, which is... And this is why I like the challenge. It is a more physical reality show or competition show than any of those others. Save for maybe Survivor, depending yeah. on the day. Um, and who they are... I think they are easing them into it a little bit with the challenges. Yeah. They have not the been first, that the first yet. one. The first one was kind of, eh. <laughs> but ooh, I'm excited to see them get like their feet really wet and get competitive because when they have to do a hall brawl or a pole wrestle, they are gonna hurt and it's gonna be yeah. good. Um, I think I think they're I think they set it up um, in a way that. Like there are more people who are fit for the challenge because a, a lot of the recent seasons, at least it's, it's been a lot of like <laughs> big brother, UK love Island, UK. And like all these like wispy, well, wispy, did, like, what is the, the math show? Are you the one they were bringing? Oh, yeah. people are from you the are one? one, but they're bringing people from shows that don't have physical challenges. Yeah. And that makes it really hard to translate. Uh, yeah. The social game and the challenge is important, but I think the physical game is more important. Uh, can't, you really can't get by on one. <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, you can get a little bit, but eventually people are going to see you as, you know, uh, uh, a softball, as, as someone they can, you know, dispose with as they need to. And that's not going to work. So this is fun. It's It's fun. I think this is a better funnel. Also, I'm very curious because they said like they're doing a USA, they're doing other regions. Yeah. And then those people will come together in like an ultimate challenge. Battle Royale. Also, let me please watch the other regions. I don't know where they're happening. Yeah, I think I think Paramount Plus has them. We just have to look for them. Mm-mm-mm. Let's look. Um, because boy, if Turbo's back in any shape or form. Scary Turbo. <laughs> he's a scary man and I love him. Um Okay, that's that's my love, my love letter to the challenge. Um the the next show I think we have to talk about. I don't know if we have any others, but this one is, yeah. is very close to my heart all of a sudden. But I watched the pilot of it the day it came out because I saw it. You weren't up yet. Right. You, you you were having a sleep a sleep in or I was up early because the dogs are like, No, feed me. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Um, that's Bo. That's my Bo impression. Uh but the bear. The bear, the bear is a show that I have fallen deeply in love with. And even my boss the other day was like, Have you heard about the show The Bear? I said, No, this is mine. I will tell you about the bear. You don't tell me about you the bear. You don't tell me about the bear. I watched it at 8 a.m. the day it came out, so I imagine I am one of the earliest people to have seen it, but I started, I stopped watching it, told you about it, mm-hmm. told you it was great. Got it you, was. I think we watched it that morning again before mm-hmm. I started work. I watched the pilot twice before I started work <laughs> that day, and it's so good. Okay, so it is based in Chicago. Chicago show. Um, focuses on a a small restaurant, a small family restaurant, Italian beef. Well, well, small family Italian beef joint. Uh, the brother who was the owner of the restaurant uh, 
commit suicide and he leaves the restaurant to his brother who is like a, a he left he left town to be a chef at all these Michelin starred restaurants and get that experience and, and now he's back managing he's arguably one of the best chefs in the world uh, at this point best young chefs maybe um, and yeah he shows up to basically try to start running this family Italian beef restaurant as his own and there's a lot to unpack there and a lot that falls out. There's a great cast, though. So uh, good. If you've ever worked in a restaurant, you you know all these people. Mm, it is beautiful. And they all already have stories. Um, the girl that plays Sydney, uh, I think her first name is Io. I don't remember her last name, but she is so good. And so good. I really like her role as someone who is smart and knows her stuff. And doesn't just take shit from people, but still has struggles. Like, we don't have to make her struggles about her not knowing what she's doing or about, you know, her being young and new. Like, it's no, she knows her shit and there is still conflict there. And I think that's what I love about it. That's fun. Yeah. it, It feels much more real that way. We got we got Richie, who's like the the. The cousin, um, the late brother's best friend who has been helping run the restaurant for a long time and is a fucking character. He's very funny. Um, and then, yeah, the main character is Jeremy Allen White, who if you liked Shameless at all or hell, even if you didn't, you're wrong. But he was <laughs> Lip, uh, short for Philip in Shameless. And that's where I initially fell in love with him. Um And I don't know what level of love it is. I think it's just like a a root for you in a deep way. But also, he's just kind of like the guy that like, you know, he's a little greasy around the edges. He's he's a little like it's kind of he's kind of a kind of a dirtball, kind of a dirtball, but also like he's good at it. He's good at something. And in Shameless, he was really good at math and physics and science and stuff and could have, you know, had a big career there, got a scholarship and he's the one who could have made it out. Uh, and in this, he's the one who's got the the culinary skill. And it's about kind of like harnessing that hope a little bit or that ability and making something out of it. And it is, yeah. whew, it's beautiful. I love it's the good. show. It is also like, it's funny. It's funny because I just Googled it and it's labeled as a drama, which I think is interesting. It's a half hour. I don't think it's a drama. At most, I think it's a dramedy. Yeah. Um, but I, it's not a relaxing show. It's no, it's, in it's definitely going to give you, yeah, it's going to give you those PTSD flashbacks. Um, but also the, the good moments. It gives you the good yeah. moments too of like when something works, mm, it works. Yeah. That, that like that little feeling, that little good feeling you get that you hang on to for the rest of the shift. That's or when you pull you something time. off for the first time and someone else sees it. It's like, mm. but yeah, it's, it's so good. Anyway, go watch the bear. I love this show so much. Um, I, we watched all of it. I want to watch it all again. It's shot really cool. It's, it's just, it's deep. It's a good show. Well um, done. Everyone should see it, and it's great. Especially if you like, the way I pitched it at work was, if you like Shameless, or if you like food shows, or like Top Chef, go go watch this. Okay, um, I will set down that, because oh, I could talk about it all day, I think. Um, and on to- We've got to talk about the sportsmanship of the week. Sportsmanship. 
Um, of the week. I like that. Um, sportsmanship of the week goes to four-time three-point champion of the WBA, Allie Quigley, and her wife, Courtney Vandersloot, at All-Star. We got one in the in the three-point contest. We got one in the All-Star game. Uh, wearing yep. each other's jerseys. Just darling. It was just a beautiful thing to see. Um, when I saw, I think, Courtney Vandersloot missed a, a three pretty hard. Uh, it might have been a four, technically, because there were four Yeah, points. they had the four-point shots. Uh, during the All-Star game, uh, I was like, ooh, I would not want to miss that in front of Allie Quigley. And no one <laughs> had to go home to the four-time. <laughs> my my wife, the three-point shooting champion. Thank, thank you for not being the three-point shooting champion, because thank I... Thank you, back. Because, <laughs> uh, also, thank you for not being the three-point shooting champion, because I would only disappoint you. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't know what the All-Star equivalent of that would be for us. Us, but either way, I think we'd both be bummed. So anyway, shout out to them and their adorableness and also just the fact that they're wives who play on the same team. It is, it's just really nice. I think they were maybe the first people I heard referred to as wives on sports television. And it makes me really happy every time I see makes, stuff. Makes the heart sing. So yeah, congrats to them uh, for, for the all-star weekend all around. And congrats on being the sportsmanship of the week. I think uh, I think that's all we got this week. We uh, we had a lot there. There's a lot. And now it's done. And now it's done. We did it. Um, shout out to Erica L L and Black Rosie Media for a wonderful weekend um, and and some good chats we had this weekend. Shout out to Miles. What's Miles' last name? Uh, Ehrlich. Ehrlich. Uh, also WNBA Media. Uh, reporter, um, and just all around nice guy. Uh, wh- what did you call him? I, I don't think I can get away with this term. He's a mensch. There you go. He's uh, the bull boy. To, he's a mensch. There you go. He's he's a nice guy. We like him. He's a nice guy. Uh, go follow those folks if you want more WNBA stuff. Um, we will keep talking soccer stuff. We'll be posting from the Euros. We leave the twenty fifth ish, I think. So hopefully we'll get another sometime around there ish <laughs> around there. And we'll uh, we'll know. be at the semifinals and at the finals. The semis we're going to are the ones at Milton Keynes. Milton Keynes. Yep. Yep. Milton uh, Keynes. Shout out to, to Nicola and her sister who we're staying with uh, while we're up there. Um, and yeah, uh, we'll just be bopping around London and Brighton in between then. So if you're around and want to say hey, let us know. Um, we're going to London. Oh, no. Oh, God. Don't do that in front of anyone. Um, please don't. Uh, I've got to. What's all this then? Oh, no. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thanks for hanging in there, even though we're inconsistent. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep trying, but life happens. So be, be nice to us. Um, and, and be nice to yourselves. The, the, be nice world to yourself. the hellscape. So be, be nice to yourself. It's real um, bad out there. It's, it's not great. Um, it's cozy in here. It is. We'll, we'll hang out and be silly sometimes. Thank you and have a good rest of your week or weekend or whenever you're listening to this and uh, keep being good sports. Bye-bye.